Welcome campers, this is Aaron and Bryce, your camp host. And you're listening to Breaking Camp Podcast, conversations about the outdoors and everyday life. I'm, I'm looking at you through my computer instead of across the table. I know, it feels like I got, I don't have much light in here. Is that better? Oh, you look so much better. Yeah. Yeah. That looks nice. Oh, but, but I like this mood better, you know? Like, you like the mood? Yeah. With the with the bright light on, <clears throat> I can tell that you didn't do your hair today. But now yeah, I, I can't like, tell. I can't tell. Yeah, it's like uh black hat <laughs> hacker here. And then it's like, oh, corporate <laughs> business meeting. <laughs> we'll go in the middle. Yeah. Just regular Joe, computer Joe. Gotta love a dimmer, a dimmer switch. We are recording remotely today. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna be safe. There you go. We'll just uh, speak slow, slow to speak, quick to listen. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, all, dude. I am so close to being done moving. Listeners who are joining us uh, for who joined us last week may know now that I'm commitment guy, uh, married, new house, new place, all that. Two shall become one. Figuring it out as we go, and uh, <laughs> kept kept uh, <laughs> kept you got the me. Other place you got me mid drink so on that. <laughs> I know. Kept the other place for a while so that I could move out slowly because you know there's life and work and wedding planning and all that. We did it fairly quickly got it figured out and but yesterday was the last day rented a u-haul over the weekend and did a trailer this time which i wouldn't recommend like i would have just eaten the cost and done a little bit bigger but it's a little bit of a drive and so you drive those things every back and forth and back and forth but it's bigger and i wouldn't have had nearly the tetris game with my stuff of getting it into the six by eight trailer that u-haul offers as their largest trailer so uh-huh yeah no. So, so you that's you went with the smaller option you mean you went instead of I the truck. A smaller smaller option and tow with the truck because the camper's off and i've been using the truck with the canopy on it to haul a lot of stuff but i was like i'll just pull a trailer save a couple nickels and uh yeah in hindsight i probably would have just got the the truck because it would have just all fit easier so gotcha gotcha but yeah we're huh. almost all out the only thing i got over there are a couple of boats and some out Door stuff that needs to go to uh, to the dump. I got some planters and stuff like that, some hanging baskets. Yeah. So I got to figure out if I'm bringing them over and do that. But two boats mm-hmm. and uh, bring those over, then we'll be done. Done with the move. Moving takes forever. It's the worst. Uh, I mean, I was thinking I about know. this too because you know, I I wanted to also maybe just mention to you. I wanted to know, Bryce. Okay, well, I have a I had a revelation. My revelation is that I might be a hoarder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm i trying to figure out how to respond to this without completely being sarcastic. I mean, to be quite <laughs> honest. You know. Such is the challenge in any response all day long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I want to stay friends with you, you know? Uh, yeah. Um, so you you think you might be a hoarder? And I, really, is I'll start with that. Really, you think that? Okay. What makes well, then you I think wanted that? to ask. Uh, I just <laughs> I just wanted my after I thought I might be a hoarder. I wanted to follow that up and say, how come you never said anything to me before about all of my garage sales and the state sailing? 
Yeah, that's that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, you know, I I think that's part of the issue. I like, I tend to not move much, you know? It's like some people move all the time and you're like, moving sucks. Why would you move all the time? (laughs) Yeah. But then I... I live somewhere for a good number of years and you get accumulation of all this stuff. I think that moving helps with the purge of all that. And you realize, Oh man, this sucks to have all this stuff and have to move it. And I'm not using it. I'll just get rid of it. So it was good. Revelations. There took some stuff to the goodwill as well. I'm a a goodwill guy. I'm a commitment guy. Goodwill guy. I'm thinking about all these new kind of guys. I am, you know, last week we talked a lot about 2022 happy new year. What are your, yeah, New Year's resolutions. I don't really have any. I'm just a whole new guy in a whole all the areas. I think yeah, we we don't need to. You don't need to focus on resolutions at this point. You just need to get to know the new you. <laughs> get you know? to know the new me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah I seem I to... to remember a, a conversation when we were filling up the back of your pickup truck. Um, I was over there helping you saw. Well, I was having you move. Oh, I was yeah. taking the canopy off Put, or putting the canopy on. Putting the canopy on. Yeah. And I think I found a box and it said pretzels on the box. Oh, yeah. I believe. And I was like, why do you have a box of Two pretzels? boxes. And we're talking box like an apple box, like a big box. Yeah. And you're like, hey, well, did you want some pretzels? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I think there's the elephant in the room, you know, right there. <laughs> like the guy yeah, that has you didn't two want, you cases. Didn't, you didn't even want any pretzels because I I followed it up with, they're old and only kind of stale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm I'm just thinking there. I'm really glad to hear that you're um you're getting to know yourself better, and you're going, gosh, I might be a hoarder. That's very possible. Um, yeah. and I think that it'll, if you can, um, answer that question, honestly, it might help your wife. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm working on it. So the first step was to get it all over here. Now we're going through it and then we're going to have a garage sale, living estate sale in the spring mm-hmm. and purge it all out. So, cause we filled so up that- a couple of pretty good sized garages pretty fast. Yeah. I know you have two garages. Yeah. Um, I have a question about living estate sale. Is that like a is that an industry term in the in the uh, estate sale world? Well, it's typically like when you're when you're deceased, you have an estate sale. This would be a living estate sale. But I think if we put out a nice you know shop sale sign on the street I live on, we get some good traffic on a nice spring weekend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I passed one the other day. <clears throat> I think, if I remember correctly, I went it to was, it. You did the was it on the hatchery the, road? The hatchery road? The tools? The tools? You went to it. I, I didn't want to give it. you too many specifics. <laughs> <laughs> I totally went to it, and I was I was in process of moving, so I was very conscious about what am I going to get. But I got some pretty good things. I got a metal wire scrub brush, you know, for like a sanding metal before you repaint something. And I got that, and I got a remember hoodies nuts? No, it's like. Like an old brand, it's like a just a hood hoods nuts or hoodies nuts. You know, they they come in oh, like the big like, plastic tubs. Yes, the big plastic yes, tubs yes, like yes. you get at Costco now that are Kirkland, but it's hoodies. And so, like people, if you go to a shop sale or a barn sale, people have them full of screws or nails or all that. I bought a whole thing full of nails for a dollar. You 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 thought 
Okay. Okay. Why would you buy that? I, like, wouldn't you just want the nails that you want or need specifically? I Instead don't of... need specific nails. I just need some nails. Okay. Okay. So I recently went, you know, you, you, you start setting up shop and all of a sudden you're like, I need some nails everywhere to hang stuff on. Right. And so mm. I got some like two and a half inch nails and I was like, dang, these nails are pretty expensive. And so when I came across these, my second set of nails for a dollar, I was like, that's a pretty good savings. Save me six Better. bucks there. Okay. So you already had a purpose for them. You're going to use them in the shop to hang things. Okay. Fair Co- enough. Correct. They're just on like a multi-purpose nail. So. Gotcha. Huh. But yeah, just bought a that's couple awesome. of things. I resisted the urge to take the free wood, but it was a decent sale. They had seven bedrooms in the house. The house had lousy stuff, but there were some good tools and stuff in the shop. Let me ask you this. Did they have a drill press? They did not have a drill press. Okay. All right. Then I don't regret do need, not do you, going. Do you need a drill press? I kind of want one. Yeah. I want a drill press. I want to, if I had two, um, like shop needs or wants or whatever, I kind of want a drill press first. And then I'm thinking about one of those sanders where you have a belt and then a, and then a, like a wheel. It's like, so you can sand two different things. So I'd like one of those, but. It does also have like attachments where you can turn it into like a grinder sort of a thing too and sharpen stuff. Uh, I already have one of those. So I have an angle grinder and then I have like a bench lathe grinder thing. So I'm fine there. I'll have to remember that when I need an angle grinder because I find that that can be helpful for sharpening axes and stuff like that. Hatchets. Yeah, very much so. Yep. Yep. So. So. Anyway, that's cool. I well, love yeah, it. well, I'll keep that in um, mind. I would thought you were going to say the other thing that you need in your garage was a 10,000-pound uh, 10, gross vehicle weight lift. Oh, my God. Are you talking like a like a mechanic lift? Yeah, like one that like you just put the roll the car up on it, and then <gasps> and then hide, you, you just... That would be and awesome. And you get under there. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be sweet. Oh, man. Then you wouldn't have to go under the car. Like, I know that I've seen them occasionally at some people's houses, and I'm like, holy cow, this person is, like, vehicle lift rich, you know? But it's like, yeah. they're not as expensive as you would think that they would be. I remember I looked one time, I was like, oh, that's fairly reasonable. If you did a lot of shop work, a lot of vehicle work, all your own maintenance, or if you had a vehicle you were restoring, a wise investment. Yeah. Really? Huh, yeah. so that's interesting. Look, look those up. I'll, uh, but I did, speaking of uh, the angle grinder and, and axes and hatchets and all that sort of stuff, I, when I went and got my U-Haul, it was a still dealer. So got myself yeah. a new axe. Okay, so tell me about this axe because you, you did say you got a new axe and you're pretty excited about it. So, Well, maybe I could just redo one of the reviews from the still side. I put up the link there in the show notes. You can take a look at it, the picture of it. But this right. thing in this review is incredible because I, you know, I've got a handful of axes and they're all okay. And some of them are wooden handled and some of them are plastic and all of them don't hold an edge and they don't have enough weight to get through whatever you're chopping with ease. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I was in the market for one anyway. I actually got to put one on our wedding registry. I was a shocker. Nobody purchased it for us. <laughs> guy wants an axe i don't know <laughs> so i w- i'd been in the market and i kind of knew i'm gonna go there i'm gonna see what they have because i'm also looking for like a some other stuff 
but we'll we'll get to that. So I saw this one, and I know that like the differentiator in axes is oftentimes the head the head weight, right? Because that's where yeah. you're getting your velocity and your momentum and gravity is helping you. So this one, the okay. one I went with is the pro splitting axe. And you can see that steel sheath up on the top yeah. for when you have like an overswing. This thing weighs, I don't know what it was. It says it weighs, it's like six pounds or something, weighing in at six pounds, five and a half pounds. And so I love the thing. I've been cutting through some of this naughty wood that I otherwise would have to just burn hot when the fire gets there, but I've been able to get yeah. through it. And it makes makes chopping wood just a joy, you know? Really? Yeah. Hmm. So the review highlights, here are the review highlights. There's a whole bunch of pros, right? And then there's a section that says cons. It says suitable cons cannot be generated at this time. Oh. So yeah. there aren't any. But this thing, there was one review that I was going to be like, oh, I got to read that for uh, for Bryce. Okay. This review is titled The Lamborghini of Axes. <laughs> wow. Let me hear it. I've now purchased two of these. Split wood faster than a 12-second cycle, 27 ton. Can split about a quart an hour. Best investment ever. These reviews are incredible on this thing. And so that's what I got. And so it made going to get a U-Haul and trying to figure that out, despite the fact that yeah. I went to the dump. The dump was closed. Had you heard? I had Breaking not. news. Update, update. The dump is closed. Well, isn't it just MLK Day and they were closed on Monday? No, they can't staff enough people. Everybody's sick. Ah, so temporarily closed. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, temporarily closed, which seems kind of odd because they're outside, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, they must be real careless. <laughs> yeah, so it got me thinking about where does all of the trash from the dump go? And I got talking to a guy that I used to work with earlier today, and he used to work at a waste transfer uh, facility Mm. where they would bring all this stuff in and sort it all out. And then he was telling me how it'll go to the the main landfill. He's saying, I think there's one out by Malala and there's one somewhere else kind of nearby here. But it's like you never I hadn't thought too much about like, where does all of this trash go that I put into the trash bin or or all these people take to the dump, right? Like everything is going to the dump all the time right. so you got the transfers where they kind of process it and take it somewhere else but he was telling me that some places have mandatory um maybe you're aware of this mandatory composting like i think in california or los angeles at least they make you you have to compost your things because that's one huh. of the biggest that's one of the biggest the food organic compounds will go into mm-hmm. the landfill and compost and decompose and do their thing and then it creates these gases and these particles that have nowhere to go except down into the groundwater. And then it ends up in our rivers and our lakes and our streams and all this sort of stuff. So he said, I'd be surprised if we aren't headed that way quickly here ourselves. That's really interesting because you would assume that all the naturally decomposing things are what you would want to put in the landfill as opposed to the things that don't decompose. You know? Yeah. That's very interesting. Huh. Yeah. So there's this there's this article that you can read from the, the Environmental Protection Agency um, and says some states and communities adopt mandatory recycling compost laws and ordinances. And it talks about, you know, how they the challenges with rollout and the tools for success and all that sort of thing. But I like the idea. You guys do much composting? 
Yeah, we've got a compost pile. Um, and we're, we actually just dug one out. Um, I borrowed a tractor from a buddy a while back and, uh, we want to build a bigger one so that we can kind of have ones that you would eventually be able to drive in when we get our tractor. Uh, you'll take a scoop and you can scoop it out, you know, and then take it wherever you want. So there'd be like one side is processing and then the other side is ready to, ready to go. Nice so for your, that's the for your, hope. your food farm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, got the pumpkin patch to think about. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Amy. Amy runs a little garden. It's not. It's not huge, but you know, you never, maybe you never know. It grows a little bit each year. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I kind of do like. I mean, it seems like you always need compost of some sort. Or you, we have a bunch of trees, um, and so mm. we've got a ton of leaves that that we want to compost in. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, you do. But if you didn't have those trees and you didn't have those leaves, you wouldn't have all the blowing uh, zen that your wife gets to participate in. Yeah, I really and I wouldn't have had to buy a three hundred dollar blower, you know, I mean, (laughs) so I'm thankful. (laughs) It's a pretty kick ass blower. I mean, you recommended the same one for me and I went and got it as a Christmas gift for Cora. She loves it. She was up blowing the roof off the other day. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it does its job. So, yeah. um, and whatever, you know, I mean, if that's, if it's $300 blower that, you know, leaf blow leaves everywhere, that makes her happy. I love it. I'm down. It's better than so. three hours of raking every weekend. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. So it works. So, that's good. Well, I hear you, uh, you've been in the shop lately. You've got some car updates. you got all sorts of stuff. you got one sitting next to you. Yeah. you got, you did some U joints. you got, you've been in the shop. Yeah. Yeah. So Amy's car has been having some troubles and it presented like, um, like transmission stuff, you know, so we started there mm-hmm. and we started doing some research and I'm going down the, the trail of replacing U joints, which talking to a buddy, you know, he's like, oh, we can do this together. It's not that big of a deal. Something I've never done before. But I'm like, okay. Um, I'm, I'm pretty okay with, like, parts you can take off and parts you can put back on. You know, it's when you yeah. start having to set aside 47 hoses and wires and things that I'm going, that, yeah. that gets me a little above my head. And um, <clears throat> anyway, well, it turns out we got in there. That's not the problem. So we're like, gosh, this doesn't feel broken or bad or loose or whatever. Did some more research. Finally ended up on the phone with a mechanic that specializes in Land Cruisers. And they also confirmed that. They're like, no, it's probably not your transmission. And so ended up in there today to have them look at it. They're like, just bring it by, you know, and we'll look at it. We'll see. We'll drive it, see if we can duplicate the problem. So they did. Um, And... Dude, I got to say, so Land Cruiser Northwest is where I took it. I have to give them Sponsored, some not sponsored. Yeah, for sure. Because these dudes are like down to earth, regular, regular guys. And they're, it was funny because I was kind of wondering like, well, what kind of Land Cruiser shop are they? Do they restore them? Are they like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Uh, I totally know they def- to me because that's. That's immediately what I was thinking. Like, is this the like the bros that are building them out for doing overlanding, or are they like they working with the guy who's like sixty, who's got his Land Cruiser, bringing it in, keeps it maintained? What what kind of shop was it? So it's a keep it on the road shop. So oh, okay. so that's really cool. Like a lot of these, I mean, they definitely. While I was sitting there waiting, uh, a guy came in and he had an antique 
uh, Land Cruiser that he was scheduling maintenance for. He's going to try and get it running and all this kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? Because he wants to go around to the meets and like drive with his motor club, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, which is totally fine and cool. Um, and I was and I was asking him like, you guys have a ton of cruisers all over the place. Talk about shoplifts; they were everywhere, and um, and it's not that big of a shop, and they had them like stacked in there, you know. Yeah. Um, and all generations of Land Cruisers, but he goes, dude, we're about keeping these things on the road, so we're not a, <clears throat> a cosmetic body shop. We don't do any of that kind of stuff. We're all mechanic stuff, and so. Not and it's like great. I just wanted to know because I, I have a trim piece that I'm looking for on the car, and and I was like, hey, can I get this through you guys? He's like, nah, just get it from Toyota. You know, that's yeah, that's where we'd get it from. And and uh, but dude, so here it is. When I first had my very first conversation with this guy uh, about a week and a half ago, super nice guy on the phone, helping me. He's already on the phone going okay, tell me more about this problem. Like he was interested mm. in the problem from the beginning. Wow. Like, dude, that yeah. is crazy, right? And so um, it wasn't like, okay, cool, schedule an appointment to bring it in. He's like, tell me about it. And then I started telling him about it. And he goes, okay, we're not quite to the point where I'd want you to drive it in or get it towed into the shop. I think there's some things that you can do before you bring it to me. Mm. And so I'm just like, man, this is cool. Um, so he's he's booked out, he's telling me, um, to the end of February. And so we're halfway through wow. January. So he's booked yeah. out a month and a half, right? Thank and and so then through the phone conversation, he's like, you know what, just drive it down here. It sounds like it's safe enough to drive. Um, you know, and we'll look at it. I so I went into this afternoon, had the day off, had some time, um, went in, he they looked at it, they found the problem. It wasn't transmission. It was some other stuff. They were like, hey, why don't we just, let's see, why don't you just pull it in the bay and we'll look at it. We'll see if we can take this part out, confirm that it's broken, and then mm. we'll go from there. Well, two and a half hours later, I, I leave and it's done. They fixed it. So they wow. diagnosed the problem. They ordered parts. They, they arrived 30 or 40 minutes later, you know, and then they put them in. And I'm done. I'm driving down the road with my car fixed. And I'm like, dude, wow. I didn't even think that this was going to be fixed for a month. Right? That's crazy. They must have uh, like Amazon delivery on those parts getting them there that fast. I know. Yeah. I know they have like a local parts distributor that they get from. And so, um, but the fact that they can like, dude, they can order a part and it's there within an hour. That's incredible. Yeah. So, dude, it, it I, is nice. I don't know. Yeah, it was also so cool. To the, 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 the value of the specialty expertise uh, for, especially yeah. like our vehicles, they're the older. What year was that one that you got, the Land Cruiser? Like uh, a 90? I have a two, 2001. Um, 2001. Yeah. yeah. So okay. they, I think it's called a, a 100 series. And so the thing about it is um, a mechanic that's a general mechanic that works on tons of cars they very well may have arrived at this same conclusion, but they probably would have looked at the transmission first because everything I was looking at in my research was saying, change the transmission fluid, do this stuff, do, you know, change all these things. That's all transmission related and it'll help solve this problem or do the U bolts. It was, that was the other thing or the U joints. Um, and, uh, and, it, and those guys, 
in the phone call that from the beginning we're like mm, it it's not transmission it might be u joints but i kind of doubt it and i'm like what mm. and so it turns out there was a misfire in cylinder three and four and so they and they mm. they called it we drove it they, they he heard it and felt it and he's like oh yeah this is a misfire this is not a transmission issue and he goes wow. i can tell and then he was able to get the code to to light up on the car and then we turned, plugged it into the diagnostics so i just like that's a specialist they know the vehicle in and out now if you give the guy a chrysler he'd probably be like i don't know i gotta go through <laughs> you know what i mean it's like that's that's where a chrysler mechanic would be you know your best friend in that situation but I don't know. I was pretty impressed how quickly they could pinpoint the problem. So I just got to give them mm -hmm. props. Not only that, not only for being able to fix the problem and diagnose it, but the, never, never once did they try and sell me on something or upsell me anything. Yeah. It was just like, they were actually encouraging me. They're like, Hey, you could probably just do this yourself, you know, mm -hmm. if you want. And, and, um, but we had it kind of open and I'm like, well, yeah. And they're like, but if you want, I mean, we can, if you got a little bit of time, we can just get these two parts and we can put these things in. I didn't do all eight um, cylinder thingies or whatever. There's like a, a coil that goes over the spark plug. And so we just did the two that were, that were giving us problems. Um, and then I'll do the other ones. But anyway, I'm just going, dude, you guys, we should put their stuff in the show notes because um, if anybody drives Land Cruisers and they're in the Portland area, that you're going to want to go see Tony. Um, they treat you right. It's pretty cool. So, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we ran into it. We, we, we got car issues going on all over the place. And I, we had shocks and struts and some work done on the newer Outback, uh, the Subaru. Mm -hmm. It's still old, but uh, a course car. And so it was done. And we were having some wheel bear. I figured it was the wheel bearings. The wheel bearings were going out. So we took those into the specialty Subaru shop and he kind of were like, oh, do we sell it? Do we keep keep it? Do we keep investing in it and get it running the way what we need to do or buy something new, have it be more mm -hmm. work car for her? And so we were kind of talking through that. And one of the things when the struts were done before, they didn't replace the top hats, the strut mounts on the subaru mm -hmm. but we took it to the Subaru specialty shop because it's been in there a few times for some things and this guy's like you know nothing they did everything fine the work was done right it's just we see these so much that we know when we do struts we do top hat mounts because you have so much you have a hard cost there on the part that is nominal mm -hmm. relative to the labor that we see potentially when this isn't done and so we had to go through that again and but uh, I got a car issue as well. So let's see if you can help me with this and I'll try and keep this long story long. Yeah, because I gotta get to my cooler. I got a good cooler I wanna open. <laughs> I know. Let's try let's see if we can wrap this up in uh, you know, maybe 84 minutes or so okay, okay so, so. And i think that but but let me just tell you the issue that i'm having but i think that this is not really an issue of the issue itself but it's really indicative of you know if you were to just go and buy we we all have we have older cars right they're all old right they're all right, right. i don't know i don't even know what your newest car is but it's my newest car old, is a 07 pickup. Okay, yeah my pickup is a truck, 07. Right? 
Yeah. And so yeah. Cora's got an 11, which is like brand new mm-hmm. to me because what my car and truck is a 97 and an 01. So it's like they're yeah. old, they're cheap, they're paid for. I got the manuals. I can replace things. Parts are universal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Subaru has got some modifications to it. So it's got the lift on it. It's got different wheels for offset. And then it's got the bigger tires on it. So I was going to get tires from Costco because I got them from another shop where I was going to get them, but they were going to be way too expensive. Sorry, Troy, if you're listening. Um, but so I got them from Costco and I ordered them and it was like, they were on rebate and it was free install. I was going to say like three fifty, you know? And it's like, that's a good amount of money that I'm not just going to pay if I don't need to for the tire. We're going to switch to a different tire. So I got them in Costco goes to install them and, I had to wait like six weeks because of you know, the booking and then the wedding and then the honeymoon. And I finally get up like, okay, and we've had snow during this time and my tires are yeah. snow and ice tires, but they're baldish. You know, they're fine for the summer, but I definitely needed new tires around the time of Falcons. And so I've been planning this. And so it's been lingering on here a couple of three months now. And like, I know I need yeah. them. Finally, install day comes and they call me up and they're like, well, we got an issue that your wheels, which are the aftermarket wheels that I have on there, don't spec for the tire size. So the, the wheel is wider than the tire is spec to go. Okay. Yeah. So that's issue number one. So I go in and I talk to the guy. I'm like, what options do I have? And I can't put them on that wheel, you know, and, and uh, my option, my only real option at that point was just buy some new wheels, which I wasn't ready to make that happen right then because my old wheels had to run spacers to clear the strut mounts to get outside the offset. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, well now what do I do? And so I've been looking around to see, you know, I could buy wheels, but it, it, I'm not in high school anymore. I'm not buying fashion wheels for my cars. You know, <laughs> I want something, I want something functional and I just want it to look like a wheel, right? You know, it's going to be sensible wheels. Gonna, <laughs> sensible wheel. Chances are it's going to be, dirty and muddy and i'm gonna spray paint it anyway so it doesn't even really matter i just wanted to fit and work and so i go down to discount auto tie auto you know the the discount chain place and i go down there yeah i was super nice and i'm talking to him and i'm like i'm just i need some information like sometimes when you walk in somewhere and you're like trying to get all the information to make a decision and the guy's not like you're not clearly ordering something and the guy can't process it of sell it, book it, schedule it, do it. You know, there's variables. Some people yeah. can work fine in those conversations. Yeah. Other people, yeah. it breaks their mind. You know, it's like when you give somebody a penny <laughs> to get back a dime and it's like, yeah. I don't, I'm, uh, it's like, okay, we got to restart this brain here. <laughs> the, because you that right there it. is a great example. You give them $5 and one cent and you're just like, cause that way you don't have to give me change. You can give me dollars back or whatever. <laughs> Totally. Right. That is the, that is so funny. I do that. Like it's almost to the point where I stop at offering because it's like, you know, something is, something is four seventy seven, Right. And I pull out two pennies and they're like, why are you giving me five Oh two? I'm like to get a quarter. And they're like, huh? And then they're like, I'm like, okay, you could just give me 23 cents and I'll have five coins, six coins instead yeah. of one but whatever you know and so it's that it's like the brain breaks so this guy chet was great <laughs> chet's in this conversation with me he's like he's tracking he understands all the concern that i've put into it and all yeah. the factors right i got the lift i got the, the spacer issue i got the clearance issue 
then I get to, then you have like actual turning of the vehicle and rubbing issues. So on these right, right. older, older foresters and outbacks that people lift, you can run a larger tire, but you just run into rubbing issues. So I, I got to the point where I'm like, well, I can't fit the tire I want on it. I'm not going to pay the extra $400 for the other tire. And yeah. I don't want to buy new wheels because like I said, I'm not in high school. I don't need my fashion <laughs> shoes anymore. Right, right. And so I'm like, I'm just going to go up a size in the tire and I'm going to take a hammer and a sawzall to it. And I'm just going to cut the crap out of the wheel wells and get it fit and it'll be bigger. But so I had this afternoon, this granted, it's been going on for what, three months now. And it's like a lingering You said thing. it's been it's like a long time. Group. Yes. It's like yeah, your language. Yeah. It's like a lingering thing that just kind of eats away <laughs> at you of like, ah, in addition to all the email I got to send, I got to figure out this tire. So here's where I got, I thought I'd made a decision. I thought I was just going to bang the heck out of it and make them fit and just cut it all apart. Right. But no. Yeah, right. So I check my chains. If I go up a t- size and tire, my chains aren't going to fit. So then I'm in another 150, 200 bucks for chains because you got to have chains. Right. Right. So what, what, what should I do? You think I just eat it, get the bigger tire, bang the wheel well, buy some new chains. You think I get some new, some new wheels or you think I just say I'm done with it, sell it and buy a new car. (laughs) So my, because I love that you, (laughs) a new car and money will solve this problem like that because all of a sudden I'm paying for it. You know, the bank owns it and they lend it to me each month and I pay them for it. But at least I know what I'm in for and stuff. Fits. No, 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 no. I say no, don't do that. Okay, here, my okay. thing is <clears throat> when you mod a car, you're you're changing the way it's supposed to perform, right? So if you get to the point where the wheels and tires are so big, you can't even turn. You have to go backwards to like, okay, well, then what will turn? So you have to get. Right, you can't get bigger. T- you had tires on it that originally, so get the same tires. Well, those are what I was trying to buy at Costco, and those don't spec. So the other shop where <laughs> but, I got them before just put them on over spec, because the tires are only oh. designed to stretch so far and maintain the integrity. Like it, it has been fine, but I understand why the manufacturer says this is what they're designed for. You can't do it for this because it's a safety issue. I don't necessarily want that. Oh yeah, okay. I guess you'd have to go buy rims, buy smaller rims. I think that's what it's looking like is that I got to buy some wheels, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This so, is why you don't mod your cars. <laughs> I'm pretty, I I'm mean, pretty much a stock guy. You know, I don't, I don't mod them out very much. You like driving the dune buggy just a little bit that one time you drove it though. I did. Fun. I really did. Cause I was like, <laughs> man, this thing feels like a dune buggy. It totally does. Um, but again, it's like, well, it might need a bigger lift to give you that clearance that, you know, so it's like, okay, what's the cost of a lift? What's, you know, would that be cheaper than new rims? Right. What, how's that going to affect the turn, like the drivability of the vehicle? It's already a little bit loose when you turn, you know, so if I guess yeah. just going to get more. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's why I keep trying to sell Cora that, you know, this car just becomes the off-road dune buggy trail runner. And I really mod it out. And I just don't worry about the reliability and the daily driverness of it. But mm-hmm. she keeps saying the driveway is too small. I said how the do driveway you, how is do huge. You, how do you get to work? Because you have a you have a truck and your Subaru, and if you get your Subaru 
out of the daily driver thing. Do you drive your pickup? No, you got to get a new daily driver. <laughs> oh, I see. You want a new car. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking maybe like a, like an 04, like an 04 uh, WRX, like a little race car. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, you do you, man. So <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of car talk lately. So that's been car, car talk for us today. So, well, let's, uh, let's move it into the next thing. Let's grab something to drink. What do you got there? You got a video game beer, right? I got a video game beer. I'm drinking <clears throat> Level. And it's uh, we've done this before. We've talked about it. Let's Play. It's Dry Hopped Pilsner. And it is delicious. Ooh, nice. Mm-hmm. I, I have myself a classic original. You can't see my video. I guess we just figured that out. But uh, a V8 vegetable juice. Oh yeah, and it's the vegetable the big, one. It's not the fruit one. Correct. Yeah, the vegetable one. Keep your body straight. The classic. Usually, I get a spicy or a uh, yes, a, yes. Low, a low sodium one. But this is the bulk buy from Costco that I'm still working on. Okay, and that's the straight like tomato vegetable juice, not spicy. Yep one one hundred percent vegetable juice. Yeesh. Wow. From concentrate with added ingredients. I wonder what the added ingredients are. Oh, vitamin C, <laughs> salt. <clears throat> so I have a pretty good snack that I'm eating. One of my favorites. Um, it's Walker's Pure Butter Shortbread. Are you familiar? Mm, no, but that looks like it's a like Bymart buy. It's like a English. Yeah, you can get it at Bymart. Um, it's like an English tea biscuit you know uh shortbread little shortbread uh kind of finger wafers oh man so you really have oh, to like hold your pinky out when you eat that oh yeah it's like just like this yeah just hold it out huh. yeah. have you ever gone to a, a, a like an english tea actually i have as a kid uh we went up on vacation in uh to victoria bc um and we went to high tea up there mm -hmm. did you go at that what's that what's that famous old hotel is that where you went yeah the empress the empress yeah right there yeah. by where you catch the ferry yeah <clears throat> that's where we went huh. had the little finger I, sandwiches my, crumpets mm -hmm. my favorite thing part of the english tea high tea is the white bread sandwiches with the crust cut off and the cream cheese and yeah. cucumber yeah those are so good so good it's like we when you might, eat something like make, that we got we might have to make one of those for the show so yeah maybe we could have high tea for the show that'd be good oh that oh, would be nice we got are you able to see charcuterie? my plate of treats here like yeah, meats, have, uh, meats and nuts yep a selection of some fancy nuts and we went to, when we were down at the coast a couple weeks ago, we went to the Tillamook uh, factory store, the smokery. Yeah. And so you can buy like the bits and pieces of the ends of the, the ones that aren't fancy enough to sell on their own. So we've yeah. got those and I've been eating those and they're pretty good. The dog loves them too. I don't blame him. It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. Well, good. <clears throat> um, all right. So, well, we don't have a lot of time. We should get right into our topic. Okay. I'm, okay. Not, I'm not sure we're going to have enough time for this. We'll see though. 
We'll see how it goes. Um, we'll just kind of skim the surface of it. And if it becomes a thing, maybe we'll dive back in at another point. Some bonus Patreon only content. Oh, don't promise something you can't deliver on. <laughs> I said, oh, maybe, baby. Possibly. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So I love that. We, idea. I don't know where we were, but we were maybe, I think we were maybe down at the wedding. We were talking about this and it was like, if you could be an animal, if you could be a bird, if you could be something under the mm-hmm. sea, you know, whatever. So I was like, hey, you know, that'd be kind of fun to talk through. I haven't really thought about it much since, um, but we'll see how this goes. Uh, so maybe yeah. I'll ask you one and you can start first and then we can switch it up for the next one. So if you could be any land animal. Uh, okay. And uh, uh, that's I would a- just say that to differentiate from like a seafood, you know, this is land food. <laughs> land food. So, <laughs> so every animal is a food. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, a chicken, so a chicken McNugget would be uh, an option. Yes, um, only if it's okay. the new vegan one. Um, <laughs> but that is kind of interesting when you start thinking about why why we eat certain animals we eat, and like some of them are just normal, like right. chickens, right? But we don't eat cats, cows, don't eat a exactly. dog, mm-hmm. or even even horses, right? They used to eat horses a lot. Now mm-hmm. they don't. Is that because they needed to use them to make glue, or why? I don't know. I'm sure other countries. No, because horses, right? they they needed to sell fancy pants and boots, and so oh. you got to have the horses around to sell that stuff. You can't you can't kill them and eat them. So they had yeah. to build a lifestyle around that and, and brand. Yeah, it wasn't brand just it. like mm-hmm. a, enough to sell the horse. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right. So, have you <laughs> uh, had many of these discussions about this on your way to equestrian practice? <laughs> yeah, tons. Yeah, we talk about all the all the reasons we don't eat horses. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, okay, so land animal. If I was going to be a land animal, I, this is very very difficult to, to narrow down. But what I keep coming back to, and I'll just go with the go with your gut kind of type advice. Um, I would want to be a bear, and specifically, I would want to be a grizzly bear. What do you think about okay, that? Okay, are there any reasons why or they well, do do a lot first, of fishing? I do love fishing and they're and they're pretty darn good fishermen. Um the thing I've always loved bears. They're so doggone cute, right? Even though I know they're not cute and cuddly, they are super super cute and they just have just the way they look and the way they kind of lumber around is just like it's they're kind of endearing. But they're also fierce and tough. They're not really, they don't really have many predators. <clears throat> so it's kind of at the top of the food chain there. And I love that they have, um, they can really smell things a long ways away. You know what I mean? Like a long ways away. And I don't, I can't give you stats on that, but um, yeah, 20, a heck of a lot farther than we can. The, into the wind. <laughs> exactly. Into a 30 knot wind, you know? Um, and I, I don't know. I just think they're very resourceful, adaptable. Um, they're rugged. It's kind of, they're kind of like the, the survival animal. I don't know. I feel like that's a, that would be a good one. So that's my, that's my land animal. I think initially. I like bears too. They are cute and cuddly. They always get their hands stuck in the honey jar, but also like even beyond that is they appreciate a good nap. (laughs) Yeah. And any good. animal that spends half their life napping, I can get it down. <laughs> You're behind. I did that. see this. 
little cartoon in the New Yorker or something. It was like, I'm not hibernating. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so that was fun. I don't know. Okay. I think so that's kind of kind of cool. What about you? Yeah. Bears are, I, you know, I was thinking that I like the zebra. Really? Because it's kind of like a horse, but there's just a lot of horses, you know, and they're all kind of the same. But the zebra's like, no, 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 I'm totally different. But I'm a horse still, but I'm way different. <laughs> Until you hear it make its sound. Do they make a different sound? Have you ever have you ever uh, met a zebra? Have I ever met one? I've seen one at the zoo, mm, you know, okay. and I've seen a lot of animal shows in my day. They make a weird, a weird sound. You, you've heard a zebra sound. Hmm. <clears throat> Haven't you? We'll have to see if Chad can, Chad can cut in some audio of zebra sound. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. I, I I could try, but I don't I don't think I would do a very good job. We haven't had any voices lately. That's true. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> yeah, the zebra sound. It's like it's like a mix between a donkey and a horse. You know, and so for and actually, it's kind of a mix between those two of how they look. And now you think about it, um, wow. so I think I think it looks more like a donkey than it does a a horse. But do you know why the zebra has stripes like that? I mean, is it? It sounds like a joke on like a laffy taffy, you know, rapper. Okay, I mean, I do have one. Uh, okay. No, I can't remember what it was. It was something like a, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just wondering if it's, uh, if it has to do with like, it's, it doesn't seem like a very natural sort of a thing. Like a lot of animals have blend into their environment or they have defensive purposes to colorations and different things like that. But the zebra is just, I mean, they're beautiful. You could probably yeah. get a lot of money for like a zebra rug. Imagine getting like zebra seats in your ferrari oh yeah right or your subaru you know like crazy no now, I'd, get them I have, they, I'd get them and they wouldn't even fit they wouldn't it would be yeah out of spec you know uh-huh. um, <laughs> um okay so here here's i'm gonna take a stab at their at their stripes so you know they live um for in and I'll make a general term like they live on the continent of Africa, right? <clears throat> um, that's where they're native, and um, it's very hot where they live. And they're if you if you really look at them, they kind of look like their their stripes from a distance look like heat waves. And so maybe they maybe they look like heat waves. Is that is that right? Would that work? That's I. What are those things that you see when it's not really there? What is that called? Mirage. 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 Maybe it's it's meant to be like a mirage. Well, that may be one of them. It does say, I'm just looking real quickly here on the interwebs, it says, several theories have been proposed for the functions of these stripes, with hmm. most evidence supporting them as a deterrent for biting flies. Really? Yeah. They just can't decide whether to bite the black side or the white side? Is that what it is? What what's the deterrent? Turns out flies too, have a hard time making many, a decision. Too many choices. <laughs> what if that's the truth? What what if that's it? Like, well, it's I can't decide if if, if it's the black one or the or the white one, and there's a whole bunch of them. <laughs> 
they kind of look like those things like you sometimes see the art sort of things that you look at them and they're kind of like <laughs> you stare at it and you kind of dizzy yeah. your eyes and then it starts moving. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think heat waves is, is, is the answer. <clears throat> that's, yeah. I, I mean, I really think that could be it. I don't know. Maybe some, maybe somebody who listens, who's got like an eight year old kid in science class, maybe they could call us up and, and tell us the answer. It seems like something that would get covered. Uh, by a really cool teacher. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Okay, so here I found a, a few other things. So the, there's the confusion hypothesis. And this says it confuses predators by making it harder to distinguish individuals in a group. Oh, yeah, right. Because they're definitely a herd animal. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, um, it's kind of like, you ever see those pickup trucks or like the, the semi trucks where they've got a really confusing paint pattern on the, on the, cab of the pickup yeah, or of the yeah. diesel. I was asking uh, somebody about that that worked in the industry and they said that that's, that's a pattern that's not easily photographed. Like it won't, you won't be able to get dimension from it. And so it's meant to trick a lens. So, because that means they're testing some part on that. And so they don't want it to be copied. Oh, like when they, like when you oftentimes can see sometimes like photos of like a new model of a vehicle and it's like proposed the new, the brand new redesign of the Ford F-150 or something like that. Well, this would be more like, I see it more often on like 18 wheelers where they're like trucking trucks and it'll be like a Freightliner, um, you know, and then the the cab has like a funky shell on it. That's got all these weird Mm. shapes and colors and and it's it's designed so that nobody can take a picture of that and and kind of get the dimension from the truck because something's being tested on that truck. Isn't that interesting? interesting? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'll so maybe this. a zebra. I bet, now, I bet I'll I bet I'll see it now though. Yeah. So a zebra could be really just testing. Uh, it's copyright. It's like it's like protecting a patent. <laughs> you know. It's like, listen, we don't we don't want you to make your own zebras, okay? <laughs> like they don't want to be okay. copied. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow, I'm gonna have to now. I'm gonna have to read up on zebras a little bit more. So, okay. So what so about you just, things that fly? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. No, that's all right. We're we're, we're wrapping up zebras. Okay, things that fly. <clears throat> that's a tough one. Uh, I, I always say that, right? I have a hard time deciding because that's an exciting, yeah. that's an exciting thing. Like to just to be able to fly. Oh my gosh, would be amazing. So so the, so my question, my where my head goes is like, okay, <clears throat> there's a couple, there's a few few types of flight. You know, you've got your your really high powerful soaring birds, right? You've got your speed demon, quick changing direction, like swallows, you know, and then you've got your hummingbirds, which are like the helicopters of the bird world. Right. And so I'm going, dude, I, oh, that's a tough one. But the bird that I keep always like, even as a kid, I remember seeing them and just watching them and I could just watch them for a long time is, is swallows, like mud swallows or whatever. And those mm-hmm. things just swoop and dip and like they just cruise all over. And I love when you're on a river and you'll see them and they just skim the water like an inch or two above the water. It is so mm-hmm. cool. I love that. They seem like they're having fun, you know. They they have the flight pattern kind of like those competitive drone drivers. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're flipping huh. around. Oh, so cool. I, so I think I'd be a swallow. They are cool. They we where I used to live, they had a barn swallows in the barn, and those, so they'd come a couple of times a year, and they would mm -hmm. make their nests and have their babies and do their things. But they would crap all over everything. You had to tarp <laughs> yeah. everything up. But they're really yeah. fun and enjoyable to have, especially you get into a nice spring evening and like sun setting, and it's kind of getting warm, and they all come out, yeah. keeping the bugs and mosquitoes down. And so swallows yeah. are cool. Yeah. Yeah, they don't bug you too much. The only thing is the poop thing. Yeah, they do. They do make a mess on, uh, where they make their nest. But you know what? Whatever. All birds yeah. do. Have guess. you ever caught a bat when you've been fishing? Um, <clears throat> I haven't, but my friend has. Um, so I I got a story about that that you know I could I could save for another day or whatever. But yeah, it, I've seen some catch that, a bat. Save that for another day. Okay. <laughs> so I think that if I was a bird or a flying thing, I mean, there's so many, I love the hummingbird. Um, I do like the, the seagulls at the beach. Um, I like their really? cute little red, like their cute little red lipstick they have on them. They're just best. Mm. I like when they can get up in the wind, right. And they don't even, they're not even flapping yeah. their wings or anything. They're just staying in one spot. They're just soaring. Yeah. Yeah, but huh. I think I would probably be uh, an osprey because I like the way that they just spend all day. They got the best vision, and then they go and they circle and they go down and they dive into. I like so you spend enough time on the water, right? You start seeing all of these birds, the kingfishers. So it is so distinctly different when you have an eagle fishing and like an osprey mm. fishing because the eagle mm -hmm. is graceful, big, powerful angles down talons and swoops and takes the fish right yeah and yeah. you'll be out there on a boat sometime and it's just like holy heck who threw the five yeah. pound rock into the water and it's the osprey <laughs> just straight <laughs> zooming down so like you watch them and it's super fun yeah. to be like oh he's fishing we're gonna get something good here yeah oh dude i have had those things in i've been in float tubes before and they crush the water like right next to you and you're <laughs> it freaks you out <clears throat> that is hilarious that is funny they're like bon they're like uh bonsai like ah go for it <laughs> yeah or not bonsai what am i thinking of what am i thinking kamikaze. of kamikaze um kamikaze yeah that's better <laughs> bonsai. Yeah. they're like a little trimmed <laughs> shrub you know <laughs> Have you ever done bonsai plants? No, no, I, I don't have patience for that. Are you kidding me? They're, Come on, I I can't do it. Uh, my brother likes them and has all the tools and the materials and really likes his. And I think he now that he's got dog and kids, he spends his time uh, cultivating those more than the bonsai trees. But he used to do a whole lot of bonsai gardening. Yeah, I have a friend who's into that, and uh, it's fascinating to me. And so what I have every single time I've ever talked to anybody about bonsai, because I know a few people that do this, um, I ask all these questions and then I get in deep enough where I'm like, oh, crap, I don't care. Right. Like this sounds boring all of a sudden. And I'm all like <laughs> invested. I'm invested in the conversation and now I can't get out, you know, because, again, I'm like, well, that sounds really boring. 
You you gotta you know you gotta be careful about that with any topic you're talking about. You ask too many questions about something that somebody's super passionate about, and all of a sudden yeah. they're. I mean, even probably like it probably works the other way with people that ask you about camping or fishing, and then you start yeah. going off, and they're like, "I was just asking to be pleasant here, you know. I don't really care." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you can tell, like when the look goes sideways a little bit, and there you're like, I lost them. I, I went, I went past, I went past the limit, you know. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. It's awesome. Okay, so now we've oh, got our gosh. final category here, and this can be the wild card. Okay. So this can be okay. any. You can choose any aquatic, so something under the sea. You can choose any sort of uh, insect. Or you can choose maybe a fossil. A fossil. <laughs> a, like a, you might, for example, you might say, I really wish I could have been a woolly, woolly mammoth. <clears throat> are you a live version of that animal or are you a fossilized version of that animal? Correct. A live version of it. Okay. Okay. So an extinct I, I gotta, animal. I don't, if I've already asked you this question, um, you can feel free to pass or we can have Chad cut this out. But I, I, I ask this regularly. Yeah. Fossils will often show up, right? And they're like dinosaurs. I mean, do you believe in dinosaurs, Bryce? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> I've asked some people that I know, and I say, where are the dinosaurs in the Bible? Do you do you happen to know where that time period was covered? Was that before? I mean, because there was nothing before, so it has to be at some point after formation. That's so a huge just, conversation. That's okay, a huge we'll talk about it another time. That's I yeah. That's a big conversation. Um, and I'll just say this. The quick answer is I believe they're in the creation story. And I think they're referenced later in the Bible. But but we'll, Were we'll they on the ark? No, that was done. By then, they were done. Maybe they weren't. Maybe that's why they're not around anymore is because they didn't catch the ark. <clears throat> they can't swim. Are you kidding me? They're too big to get on the ark. So, like, why would you let a dinosaur on the ark, right? Like, you're like, yeah, hey, you guys have to fend for yourselves. Pterodactyls would be flying around causing all sorts of ruckus <laughs> the high, the bears would never get any hibernation yes exactly never get any sleep i'm trying to trying to hibernate <laughs> here not just not just rest my eyes yeah yeah keep it down out there terry terry the pterodactyl <laughs> <laughs> okay well that was a that was a good answer uh Chaz, Chaz giving me the thumbs up. He said, I'll probably just leave that in, but maybe we could talk about that off the pod sometime because okay. I always wonder yeah. about that. Yeah, maybe. It's good. That's maybe. good. Maybe. <clears throat> so um, so, are, so what are we going to be? I got to think uh, about this. Do... You go ahead. If you have one. I think it would be fun to be a giant octopus. <laughs> oh, wow. And not just That's... like a big, a big octopus. But like the ones that are so deep, they're rarely ever seen. Um, the Kraken. just huge. The what? The Kraken. Isn't that what it's called? Or that's a squid. Giant squid. I think that's, the, is that the same thing? Squid? Octopus? A squid and an octopus are different, but. Oh, Which one's calamari? That's a squid. Okay. Giant octopus with all those suction things. Plus, <clears throat> yeah. you know, yeah. to have the, the um, control of all of those suctions. Because I don't know if you've ever put like a really good suction on something. You can't get it off. 
but that thing could get every single little suction on and off and release it because if not you'd just be going around all day flinging your tentacles trying to get off the stuff that's stuck to your suctions what if you're what if you're the octopus that just can't quite control all his tentacles and you're sitting there like like hey, hey octi octi knock it off man and you're like i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> you're you're constantly sticking to things he's got boats on him he's got rocks on him he's got kelp everywhere just all the other ones are just kind of doing their flow thing and they're moving throughout the water and this guy's got stuff stuck everywhere he sounds like a yard sale going down the road yes oh man i don't know how to get rid of this stuff Oh, that's pretty good. Hey, you yeah. are kind of like an so, octopus. You know, you, you, you just kind of collect stuff, you know? Uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Do you know what the, the, the uh, oh, the largest recorded record octopus weighed? Oh, man. It's got to be a lot. An octopus. I don't even know if I could guess, but I'll just say 1,000 pounds, you know? I don't know. Pretty cool. 600 pounds. That's big. Jeez, dude. Whoa, so so that's crazy. So on an octopus, uh, one of the zoologists found that the largest suckers on a giant Pacific octopus are about two and a half inches and can each support 35 pounds. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) Just a funny story or a funny picture. It's like I could totally see Pixar using that, you know, and just making it into a film. Just a doofy little funny character, character. that's just completely, you know, uh, yeah. not coordinated. And all yeah, that. yeah. Just a mess, you know, <laughs> like always messing things up. <clears throat> Pretty good. And while they can, while they can only live for three to five years, a female can lay between one hundred and twenty and four hundred thousand eggs. Holy cow! Jeez, man, that's a lot. Holy moly! Calm down, right? Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think like baby octopuses. They're on the food chain of a lot of things, so I guess you gotta you gotta lay a lot of oh, eggs yeah. when, or you know, <clears throat> when. So okay, so um, so. mine is you, you might just go well, of course, you know, but uh, I, I I'm gonna go aquatic as well, and and I think the fun answer there is a dolphin. Just oh, dolphins, yeah, have fun. They have so much fun, right? And <laughs> I'm all about that. Like, dude, how cool it'd be just to like be zipping around and, and you know, it's like every time some like person sees you, they're like, Oh cool. Check it out. There's a dolphin. That's amazing. You like make everybody's day, you know, you can do tricks in the air, you know, I think that'd be awesome. You're just always going around jumping with your friends. Yeah. You're like, what do you do today? I don't know. We were just jumping over here and swimming and jumping <laughs> over there. And and then we chase this boat around over here. And yeah. Dolphins are so fun. cool. They're we we cute. swam with these people wearing funny diver outfits. It was awesome. Have you ever swam yeah. with the dolphins? Have you ever met the dolphin? Um, I never have. Um, one time in Hawaii, uh, Amy and I, we went, uh, well, I got invited, I should say, on their family vacation to Hawaii. And, um, her and brother Ryan and I. So we were this is before we were married. So she, oh. so she, she, we, I got. They basically they were all going. They invited me along, and um, so Ryan, her brother and I, we uh, heard that there were spinner dolphins that would frequent this area, <clears throat> and 
um, somebody at, at some point and said, yeah, if you go down here at this time of day or whatever, they're typically there. Right. And so we did, we went down there and we, there was kind of a cove and we, um, we sort of, we could see them like jumping around. We could also see people on kayaks, like that were out kind of kayaking with them. And yeah. so we're like, dude, let's just swim out there. So we strapped on like our snorkels and, and fins and stuff. And we started swimming because they were pretty close. It was a ways, but it was close, you know, while well, they keep moving. And so they kept moving farther away, farther away, farther away. So I tried, but I couldn't, I, we had to turn around because it was getting scary. <laughs> it's like, ah, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of afraid right now. Uh, so that was the longest swim I've ever had as far as like, you, you just are terrified and you think you're going to get eaten like at any second. Um, yeah. But never, um, never up close and never, never been able to like play with them. Cause that would be so fun. So fun. Oh, maybe you should get a pet dolphin. You get a little swimming pool and get it all. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I'd be down. Be Love fun. it. Right on. Uh, well, <laughs> that's fun. fun. I don't know. Well, this is a fun uh, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. This is season three, uh, season five. Let's have some fun. <laughs> maybe. Who knows what it is? We'll talk about some of you. Oh yeah, we haven't named the oh, season yet. I don't need to yet. close it out, do I? I don't think so. No, we haven't. We haven't. We have an outro. What do you think this season is or ought to be? <clears throat> um, I think let's have some fun. That might be good. Thanks for listening. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share the show with a friend. Email us questions or topic ideas at breakingcamppodcast at gmail.com. And if we use your topic, we'll even send you a sticker to say thanks. Check us out at patreon.com slash breakingcamp and join the BCP family today. Now get outside and have some fun. <laughs>